What is going on, everybody? This is Party Card Sports back again. Nate, how's it going? Dude, it's been a long day already, mostly because we got done with some ball golf. Long or fun? Both. You can never have too much of a long, fun day. Exactly. But bear with us because uh, half of this party card is a little intoxicated. I'm not going to say which one. Only half? I don't know how you feel because your boy's feeling pretty fucking good. I'm feeling like we, I might have killed a 10 back by myself. I'm going to definitely stick to my notes and hopefully I can read them throughout the rest of this podcast. Interesting. Uh, you got way better on the back nine compared to the front. So maybe that helped your ball golf game. I definitely couldn't get a lot worse. I did play I think, pretty well today. I think your boy played a really good front and a terrible back. I, th- I think definitely Cody played the front very well. And then some other guy picked up your clubs, looked like you, and definitely played <laughs> the back like you normally would. And then uh, an unsung hero came and still picked up our team. Shelby? Very. Oh, yeah. I never in my life thought a girl could come out on the ball golf course and save the day. She saved the day on like ten, on like maybe tens a lot. Every, Eight holes at least. Every hole that you guys scored on. You guys took her drive. Fantastic. <laughs> she bailed you out of so much it was stuff. Fantastic. You know how nice it is to just know your trash and jump on someone else's back and just ride the coattails? No, I don't know that feeling too much. Oh, oh. You should ask a lot of the people that uh play with great players. Like, oh yeah. I don't play with great <laughs> players. I, I play with like the very slightly better than average players because I myself as significantly below average just take but just above dog shit just take every nba team that uh has won the finals with lebron <laughs> and then uh, that's exactly how that feels you're not lying but as we're talking about as we're playing ball golf the us open going on right now and you said although they're playing in la they have some crazy okay. club rules. So here's the thing. That you, that you had thing. for me. Some wildly... Okay, so... This week, they're playing at Los Angeles Country Club. LA. A, L, AKA the U.S. Open. Yeah. The softest U.S. Open to date. So, I was informed, shout out, from T-Padge, our buddy, that L.A country club has some of the most outlandish rules for their members in out of any country club he's ever heard of and i thought it'd be interesting because nate doesn't know i heard of him last night if i just start bringing them up to him and see what he thinks about them so we have a short list it's not all of them but it's a short one and i'm gonna start off by saying one of the rules is skirts must be no shorter than Four inches above the knee. Look, let me tell you something about that. Dude, there's old guys at the country club that want to see short skirts. There's exactly. young guys that want to see short skirts. If you want to increase your memberships, hey, you know. You know how much money it costs to be a member of this? And by the way, there, there's no way. They turned off the wait list because no one. No one's ever going to yeah. drop until they yeah, die. Exactly. <laughs> so you know how much money it is just to get in? Per month? No, no, no. Just to get in. For like an initiation start. fee? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say fifteen hundred. Hit hit the hit the the not the ding, but hit the, the opposite. There you go. Hit, hit the higher, opposite. Higher, higher. 
3500 Hit the same thing. Higher. And a lot higher. Go for, a lot. For initiation fee. Yeah. 10. No, no, no. You're, you're still way off. Go higher. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go higher than 10 because it it's might 250 k Huh? 250k. I thought I, I thought I heard that right, but my I turned my headphones up a little bit just to make sure I heard that right. Just to start. Okay. Just for initiation. So, wow. No, we'll go on to the next one now. Okay. Children under the age of 7 must maintain a conservative and modest attire in keeping with the club tradition. I don't mind that one. I don't mind that one at all. Fuck those little shit. I don't mind that one at all. They don't belong there. You're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what? If I pay 250k, I don't child, want a little it fucking must be the best behaved fucking oh, child yeah. ever. For sure, yeah. So this is considered unacceptable attire. Shorts of any kind, including skorts or colotes. I don't know what that means. Dude, it gets fucking hot. I'm not wearing goddamn yeah, pants. You have to wear pleated pants. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. Not just pants. Pleated pants. Yeah, I wear pleated pants when I golf. Okay. Unless I'm wearing like the like the joggers. This one I told you earlier, but it's it's still the one one wicked wild one because I mean if you golf you know this. You are not allowed to change your shoes in the parking lot. You have to walk into the locker room and change into your golf shoes. Look, that's just extremely inefficient. You know, I'm already <laughs> paying a shit ton so. of money. I'm already wasting my whole day golfing. Now you want me to change, go into the actual locker room, change, then come back out because pay, you have a, a lock because. In their minds, if you're going to play there, you have a locker in the locker room. You should be changing in the locker room. Look, if my golf shoes are already in the locker room, which if I had a locker, I guess that's probably where I'd keep my golf shoes and all my golf equipment. But you're okay. So you're not I, only I playing. Kind of, you're not only playing at that golf course. Look, dude, if I'm paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you're only fee, paying I'm that only, golf course. I'm only fucking playing that golf course. Do they ha- okay. So if you pay that much money, do you also then have to pay to a monthly play? due? No, 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 no. Obviously, you pay, no. obviously you pay the monthly due. In, in most cases, you have a monthly due that, depending on. But if you pay, if you play so much, do they charge you more? Or is it you know how? how so is that like certain certain country clubs, they have like different levels. So like, you know where we live now, the country club, they have like an, an individual limited golf where it's like a hundred something a month, and you get three rounds a month. Yeah, that that includes cart. So for one hundred nine dollars a month, you get three rounds, and that includes cart. You don't have to pay for those. So rounds. I wonder. I wonder if for them, it's the same type of thing. I, I bet. I bet there's some sort of like membership that's fee funny. that's kind of tiered to where like you have unlimited golf for like, you know, let's say fifteen hundred a month. You have unlimited golf, and that includes your green fees and your cart rentals. That's wild. Anyway, we'll move on now. This one I've also told you already, and I think it's crazy. Audible calls and messages are only permitted inside closed vehicles in the parking lot, or they have a special phone booth room in the men's and women's locker room. Look, get absolutely <laughs> fucked. You know, if I have to take a phone call on the disc on the ball golf course, it better be damn important. I can't remember a phone call I took on the ball golf course. You can't course. even have your phone. Like it said messages too. You can't even look at your phone. That no, I guarantee there's people carrying their fucking phones. <laughs> if I pay two hundred fifty k, I can do whatever the fuck it's, I want. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, I'm paying good money to fucking be here. I'm carrying my phone. I'm playing my music. Get absolutely fucked. Period. Is that okay. all you? Want? You got one more? Here, here's this. This is funny. It, it, it's a this is a catch all type of thing. 
if the use of technology is not specifically addressed in this policy, then it is not permitted at the club. So if it's not even stated, like phones, like can we just talk about phones? Right. So iPads, fucking uh any other laptop stuff like that if it's not specifically in there you you are not allowed to use it at all that is so fucking stupid so <laughs> it makes me wonder like what if i had like my phone and had like wireless earbuds like like bluetooth earbuds i think those are not allowed that's so <sighs> in fact i remember reading earlier uh that they aren't like speakers and all that stuff not allowed that's so fucking stupid then again we're average joe schmoes so we don't understand what it's like to be one Ex- exceedingly rich and two really good at golf. <laughs> another another one I, I saw is uh or that Padge was telling me last night is after six PM you must be in a sports jacket. If if you're a guy. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking stupid. At all times. Then and again, at all times also you have to wear a collar shirt. No See I, I don't know no, no T shirt. When's the last time? No you, shorts though. Yeah that, you, that's you said stupid. no shorts yeah, that's ever. But the shirt I, I get like when's the last cool time you, the shirt. yeah when's the last time that you went ball golfing without without hey, a polo on? I'm gonna tell you this right now if 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 a if a club will let me come on with a tank top and go ball golfing I'll do it I don't give a fuck Pine Bay I know that's why I like going there sometimes I I think I one time at Pine Bay I played in a cutoff I got it was pulled, so freaking I I pulled up one, my buddy I go hey uh, is there any rules on the golf course like I've never played here and he goes nope. And I showed up in a tank top, and he goes, "Well, you still have to wear a shirt." And I'm like, "You said no rules." <laughs> it's fucking hot, dude. Gotta let the boys breathe a little bit. I'm trying to get a tan. Anyway, that's that's basically the short list. There was more rules and everything, but those were the those were the ones that popped out, and I thought were funny. To wrap up, golf and country clubs and and just golf in general. With the what what has happened this past week? And obviously some of the rules that you just read out about L.A. Country Club. I'm starting to realize that although I might like golf, we are not made for country clubs. Oh, absolutely not. We are made for absolutely municipal not. courses. I'm not, I'm not, no. I mean, like, as cool as cool as it would be to be like, oh, I get to play golf whenever I want to and blah, blah, blah. I'm not a snob. No, not at all. Yeah. I don't care. First of all, I don't care any Joe Schmo. Whatever. If you if you're cool and you want to come out on golf course and hit a golf ball, I'm fine with that. You don't have to wear no damn collared shirt and all this other bull crap. I get it. I wear a collared shirt. I like collared shirts. I like uh, athletic polos and stuff. So that's cool with me. If you want to wear a freaking t shirt, I don't care. I bet you half the I bet you half the people that wear t shirts out there that are good could beat my ass anytime. Yeah, probably, yeah. And so, uh, same, but uh, same goes for those people that we were playing with today. They all all of them were playing from the tips. And had expensive golf clubs, and I think only one person on that card was good. Hey, the only thing good about that three piece in front of us was their mustaches. Yeah, you had Mario, Luigi, and Waluigi, yeah. or Wario, depending on who you. I was, I was going to call Mario, Luigi, and Pablo. <laughs> that's one an, that's one of them did joke. look like Paul McBeth. I'll, tell, I'll give you <laughs> that much. Pablo, I'll give you that much. But yeah, no, we're not built for it at all. We like oh, to, yeah. we like to have fun. No, yeah, I yeah. mean just our speaker. That we had out there today that wasn't even loud would have been instantly like, nope. Nope, can't have that. One other thing I'll bring up that I saw that was cool about this uh, U.S. Open in L.A. Country Club. L.A. Is on, uh, on, I can't remember what hole it was. I think it might be uh, hole four. It backs up to the uh, Playboy Mansion, right? And Hugh Hefner was not allowed 
to get membership into the uh, L.A. Country Club. So, despite them, he put his uh, uh, zoo, uh, not zoo, but like monkey, like cage, because he had monkeys, uh-huh. right up next to the backside of the so, L.A. So Country Club. Like con- so, when you're heckling. on that hole, you can always hear the monkeys <laughs> while you're teeing off. That's a giant fuck you. Yeah. I saw that. T- I thought that was hilarious. That's a good one. Just to spite them, like, oh, you won't let me in the country club? Monkeys. Monkeys. <laughs> All your members are going to hate you on this fucking hole. We're, I'm going to turn this into a 17-hole course. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Cody, sad, sad week, my oh, boy. No. Sad, sad day. I told you to have a eulogy ready. Do you have it ready? I'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We thought... We had it all. Eight seed blazing through the playoffs. Hemi Buckets, a name in the stars. Thought there's no way we could lose to a, the Russian mob and a team called the Nuggets. But I was wrong. We were wrong. South Beach just couldn't get it done. The guards, undrafted, playing like champions, came a bit short. Basic no-shows. The big, with finesse, couldn't tackle the giant. And we were just outmatched. Not even with the best GM in in the game, Pat Riley. The Miami Heat were put out by the Denver Nuggets this week. And it's sad, but we will move on. (laughs) God dang it. I I couldn't keep it together anymore. Uh, Yeah, the the, the Miami Heat lost the Denver Nuggets. 4-1. Quickly out the door. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I saw this coming. I think we can both agree that the better team won for sure. I'm I'm gonna tell you this much, and, I, and this is I I will I can harp about refereeing and how I did before and all that, but straight up, the Denver Nuggets role players, and I wouldn't have thought guessed this by any means, the Denver Nuggets role players wanted the championship more than the Miami role players, and that's saying something because throughout the entire playoff run. I would have told you that our role players are going to try the hardest. And it wasn't so in this finals, in my opinion. Aaron Gordon, hands down. I like Aaron Gordon as a player, but I thought the dude's kind of like a 50-50. Aaron Gordon played amazing. The one, probably the defensive player of that entire finals. Uh, amazing. Straight up. Defensively, great. Um, gosh, dang it. I can't. Joey, not Joey Porter. Why am I thinking Joey Porter? I can't remember his name. Also, freaking fantastic. KU alum. Braun. Braun. Yeah. I couldn't even enjoy it. That's what pissed me off, by the way. I'm a KU fan. Huge KU fan. We won a national championship. This dude goes to the Nuggets. Of course. Ship. Against my NBA team. Now, he's playing fantastic. Comes into game three and freaking basically wins it for him. Like, oh, great. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. But, yeah. Uh. 
I honestly, and I know he got the MVP, and I know he's the leader of the team and all this. I honestly don't think Joker was the MVP of the finals. Like, I know you have to give it to someone. He's the leader. He played the most consistent, if you talk about points and all that. But I don't really think he was the most valuable player during that finals. I think those role players, and obviously you can't give it to a group, but I think those role players are MVPs. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't watch any of it, but statistically, when you look at it, yeah, uh, definitely the sixth man, the seventh man off the bench, really fantastic. Played a lot better than any other bench player coming like, off like the Miami he, bench. Like even Murray, like you know, the next best player to to Joker on that team. Even I wouldn't say he had a full consistent finals. Like he had two really good games, but then I mean, I'm talking, dude. I will go hands down saying that the Nuggets role players won them their series, and our guys just died. I mean, they like. And I will say this. What really pissed me off is all the hype before game five. Heroes coming back, all this. You know, I'm posting like, fuck yeah, dude. Tyler Hero's back for this game. We have a chance. Tyler Hero is that type of dude. Like, I'm, he's probably my favorite player right now in the NBA. Because that dude is like, I know, he's just a guard that can shoot threes and he's cocky. That's my type of player. Like every other guard. You know what I mean? That's my type of dude. He's like, I'll fucking do it. And he does it. And there was so much hype before game five. Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero, come back. Blah, blah. And they never played him. Why? Why did you even talk about it? Why was he suited? What What was the point? Hype? Morale. There was already hype. There was no morale. Morale was garbage. Granted, it doesn't really, you know, increase morale when your own team knows what bullshit's going on. I know. Yeah. It's so stupid. And so, Eric Sposter was never going to put him in. So why would you even hype it? The only other thing I'll say before we, we move on, because this is getting a little long-winded, just for me to talk about how my team lost in the NBA Finals, is... <laughs> Actually, I got two things. First, I'll start with something positive. Max Struss, an undrafted free agent guard... Played his heart out. Dude was having shooting struggles ever since the final started, but the dude was all over the court defensively, all like just trying his damnedest to win, but he just he didn't have the stroke during the finals. It happens. Second thing, Jimmy Butler choked. The hardest Would I've, not disagree. The hardest I've ever seen any superstar. With this much hype going through the playoffs in my entire life. And that's saying a lot because I was a part of that uh, fandom when LeBron James, LeBron James was with the Heat and lost to Dallas. And he choked. Jimmy Butler choked. He got scared. He would straight up drive to the hole, stop his feet. And no, don't go up for the... You know the the layup or anything. So if you look back, you know where am I going? Where am I going with the ball, uh, dude? Yeah, panic. You are the leader. You are the superstar. You need to make things happen. You cannot put all the pressure on people that are not the superstar. Does Jimmy have a have a championship? No. Oh, okay. No, and in fact, he's done this before. That's why he's called, you know, Hemi buckets or. Or uh, Jimmy Buckets, whatever you want to call it. He has made his teams in the playoffs 
fantastic and pushed them to the next level in the playoffs. And he's always come up short. And this is, he, I don't understand it. He was playing fantastic and he got scared. And I don't understand what he was scared of. Scared of greatness. Scared of greatness. If, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Terrible. You know, you know the, the conspiracies about him being no, like Michael Jordan's son and all this other stuff. Like there's conspiracies and Never blah, blah, blah out there. It. Rumors that Jimmy Butler is uh, Michael Jordan's, uh, what's the word for? Illegitimate son. son. Illegitimate son. And it, it kind of makes sense if you look at it because Jimmy didn't go up with dad. Uh, his mom kicked him out because he looks like his dad. Jimmy kind of looks like uh, Michael Jordan in a way. Blah, 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 blah. You, Chicago, blah, 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 blah. All that. Blah, 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 if blah, this blah. showed me anything, is that that's not true. <laughs> uh, Michael not true. Jordan would have never. Well, Mike Jordan had to have help. Sure. To get his first. No, I agree with you. But Michael Jordan would is a killer. I, I, I call him a shark because anytime that man smells blood... In the water, he attacks. That th- I saw the exact opposite here. The exact opposite. There's blood all over the water, and tuck, for some reason, the tail he just, around, huh? yeah, tucked, tucked tail. And I hate to say that about Jimmy because I like the guy. Dude's funny. Dude's a cool dude. He works freaking hard, but he he did. He just disappeared. I, I'm sorry, sorry, Jimmy. I have to call it like it is. You so were scared. What, so before we move on, last thing that you have to say: What are you looking forward to potentially? The Heat's next season. I really hope they do not pick up Damian Lillard. There's been rumors that we're going after Damian Lillard. Why? We have such great guards right now. It's so stupid to go after an old, probably never going to win a championship, Damian Lillard. The thing I am looking forward to, though, is is we are, again, trying to go get Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal is now... I, going I to be on the market. Yeah, the Wizards, officially, yeah, on the, the market. Or not the Wizards, sorry. Washington. Wizards, yeah. Is it Wizards? Washington Wizards. Okay. Said that he is now on the market, blah, 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 and they're going after him. I want Bradley Beal. He's a, he's a forward. That's something we actually needed. He could have probably played defense on the Joker during that entire thing because Bam obviously couldn't do it, getting backed off like crazy. I want a big man. I want basketball Back to what it was, early 2000s, yeah, early 90s, that's, that's or late happen. 90s, when there was a big guy in the middle. Never and he happen. was Because that's what Joe, that's the only reason he's successful. I'm sorry. Everybody's going to call me a freaking dickhead for saying that. That's the only reason why he's successful. He's a 7-foot, 240, 50-pound dude, and he can literally just stick his butt out and smack you back into the goal and then make goals. And he can pass. I'll give him that. He can pass. And he can pass. That's why he's successful. And everybody's like, we don't know how to stop him. Shaq would have stopped him. Rodman would have stopped him. What are we talking about here? Different day. Be a man. Different game. Like, of course, these finesse 3.7 footers can't stop him. They have no muscle. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was was getting a little parched. You took a sip like... You're preaching to the choir, man. <laughs> oh no, I took a sip because like, bro, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, this this was Basically, supposed to be like a one off. Like, just tell me what you were excited about, and let's move the fuck on. You went off on a whole other tangent. Nah, man, I, have, <laughs> I have so much about the NBA that I can talk about why the NBA is not good. Why? Oh, so, so can I? I can, I can tell you why the NBA is not good because it's not college basketball. Hey, they here. I'll say I've said this on this podcast before, and I'll say it again. Bring back hand checking. It would oh, yeah, change sure. the game. 
It would change the game. We're getting way off topic. Let's move on. I'm tired of talking about basketball. <laughs> the LeBones. Let's go. Happened last weekend as we were recording our podcast that was going on. It was great. I, I mean, I didn't watch any of it, but go ahead. Where did, was it the Garage 56? Is that what it is? Garage 56. The Chevy. The, the uh, That's America's race car. I would not disagree with that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a big Ford GT40 guy because I like the GT40. Well, everybody likes the GT40, but they don't race them anymore. They race the GT40. No, there. they didn't. Ra- no GT40 no, was there. It's Corvettes all. now. Oh, yeah, they don't. They don't. The only Ew. other American car was this uh, Chevy and the, and the Corvettes. Ew. Yeah, I know. No wonder why we don't fucking win that shit no more. We're not well, selling no the kidding. fucking GT40s over there. Well, no kidding. Well, they they don't they don't even make GT40s anymore. Well, they still make four GTs. They just don't call them the GT40s. So tell me where the 56 ended up. Do you have that? 39th place. And on pole, it was 42nd or 32nd on pole when it started. Uh, I think it actually started in 30 in 36. Okay, so it dropped it some from losing, the pole. It ended up losing to some GTEs, and there's some reasons for that. I heard, um, I heard they had a huge me, brake problem for late sure, for in the sure. day. Um, let, me, let me kind of break it down. So after 20 hours, right, they're sitting in 27th place overall. 27th place overall after 20 hours. And that's when they had that whole driveline issue i guess you could say it, it, in my opinion i would call it a gearbox they had a gear I, I know they had to change out of the whole transmission yes so but before that even they had to actually change brakes that's yeah. common everyone yeah. has to change brakes and stuff during and this mind, race yeah because you're gonna burn through that if you've ever seen ford versus ferrari great or, or read the book it they talk about how they literally they change out the whole system, not just the brake, but they change out the whole system the just whole to make it faster. And everything, yeah. So that's common. What really killed them is that their gear broke. They had to change the transmission. Their, yeah. gear, their, their transmission broke. Surprise, surprise, the Chevy. Their transmission <laughs> broke uh, after 20 hours. It was just sitting. They were killing. They were killing hypercars too. I don't. I don't know how many clips you watched, but I watched a bunch of clips. And this freaking on the straightaway, this Chevy was destroying hypercars on a straightaway. Just I did, like I did see that, yeah. Just like, what is a kilometer? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is a kilometer? <laughs> like it was, it was cool. And the fact that like I'm hyped up about it is cool because like obviously I watch NASCAR a lot, but also the fact that people outside of NASCAR. And racing now know what the Le Mans is, and in America are watching and looking at this and saying, "This is cool. We're beating. That's gonna build this sport. It's really cool." Now, after you know having to replace a whole transmission, that's gonna hurt you a little bit. They finished fortieth over or thirty ninth overall. Only forty cards finished. That's a little rough, you know, because that means we technically. Only finished one car be- better than everybody. But that, that's just the cars that finished. Yeah, yeah. There There's was a lot 60, of cars that didn't make it. There was, uh, I believe, 64 cars. At the so start. That, so that means that, obviously, 24 cars didn't even make it. The whole goal of this car, though, was to finish the race. It finished and, the race. And it finished the race. 
had to change a whole transmission that took an hour and a half to change is what I read. Yes. Something like that. An yes. hour and a half or two but hours. But before that, Hammer time. we were killing the competition. So my leading question about the Le Mans. One year, though. That's one year of preparation. First year ever in the race. So my leading question is, what do you think the future is of NASCAR and the Garage 56 and that whole kind of realm of vehicle in the Le Mans race? What would be cool? What what would be cool? I'm, I'm going to start with what would be cool is if other teams and uh, other American venues were like, oh, we could do that. That could be a whole nother class in the Le Mans. So more people jump into a Garage 56 style stock car. Now, what I think is going to happen is, is maybe each year one to two teams go in like this you know but what what i hope is is that it starts a whole new class of stock car in this race i can see that but what what i don't want to happen is something that also i fear of happening is this was a one-off because nascar 75th year uh being in effect you know nascar being the thing 75th year le mans 100th year being a thing they wanted to collab big years for both of them. And this might be a one-off. But I hope that's not what's going to go down. You know, I, I could definitely see it being a one-off. But at the same time, I think that the whole... I I guess I'm not going to say the whole. But American Motorsports has definitely now been exposed to the Le Mans. In, in recent day, you know, we talked about the Ford GT40 and its creation with Shelby and Ford vs. Ferrari, great movie. And, you know, America at that point being exposed to the Le Mans race and taking on Ferrari and Ford, you know, basically going to war with that, with the domestic vehicle. And they and they fucked around and found out. They fucked around and found out. Now, you know, Chevy and NASCAR and Garage 56, you know, kind of went back, you know, re-exposed this newer generation of American motorsports to this race. I sent you that TikTok about, uh, you know, the state of Florida. Dear Europe. I watched your lemons race. Please <laughs> uh, reserve Winnebago area for myself next year. Also, <laughs> also, can I bring my guns? <laughs> Winky face. Yeah. So I, I think that TikTok really had, you know, I, I, it was definitely lighthearted, but I think that that is where NASCAR really oh, wanted to so. succeed is exposing the new American motorsports in, fan to the Le Mans. In America, because I was watching on Twitter, in America, Le Mans was trending during the race. That never happens. I, the, you know the last time I heard about Le Mans? Never. When we watched I'll, say ne- I'll say never. In the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I never I'll heard Le Mans until I watched that movie. I'll say never. Um, but also in that same TikTok you sent me, right? Right. America, they're just, just you know, it's a it's a gimmick, but it, America goes, listen, everybody else is just vying for second, and I just haven't showed up yet. <laughs> right? That's, yeah. In my opinion, and I know all you foreign car lovers are gonna be all up in arms about this, but America is the greatest sports car manufacturers on earth. When it comes Period. To, when it comes to mechanical engineering in, at any state, especially when you're talking about competitiveness, whether it's military, whether it's stock car racing, you give America an endless budget and put a scientist that's from Florida 
yeah. with that budget, he's going to find a way to make the fastest, yeah. the most deadliest thing ever to roam the that, fucking That's earth. what I'm saying. Like, that's the problem, though, right? All these uh, companies and everything out there are going like, well, what's the benefit of us jumping into this? Like, same with F1, right? The right. only F1 American team was Haas. And, and they, they got shit on. And they're bad. You're right. Oh, guess what? Because they're not putting a billion dollars into the race company. That's why. That's why they're getting killed. So these companies out here in America are going, why would I do that? I'm selling billions of dollars worth of vehicles already. Why would I put my car in that? That's why we don't come over there and whoop y'all's butt all the time is because we just don't see a financial gain. Well, now this has been trending Everyone in America has jumped on to this right now. I bet you Chevrolet stock has jumped up a bunch. I wouldn't doubt it. Now they can see a financial gain. Hey, we want to go over there and whoop some European butt. It's like, all right. You know, we, we gave you our third best, but next year, you guys are fucked. Yeah. Chev- Dude, I, I, was, I used to be a Ford guy, right? Because I was like, oh, Ford, Ford. F-150s are cool, and I would really love a Ford f- 550, and yada, yada, yada. I'm telling you right now, this this and NASCAR, you know, because I'm a fan of NASCAR, too. Chevys are, um, Chevys are up in my book. That's basically why I bought a Chevy truck. That's why you bought a Chevy truck? Well, also, I had influence from a, Somebody. Father, a fatherly figure. But, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, my, money is an object. <laughs> money is an object. Money is an object. I couldn't buy. I couldn't afford a, 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 a Land Rover or something. <laughs> or a 550. A fucking yeah. G-Wagon. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't afford a, a, a G-Wagon, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> G-Wagon, G-Wagon. But if anyone would like to donate a G-Wagon to the podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah. We can just write that shit off. For sure. Government. Uh Right off our, our taxes. Oh, and- yeah. I can't wait to do that. <laughs> it's going to be great. So let, let's move on. We talk about Le Mans. You know, in the, in the NFL world where, you know, some of our specialities live, mine, uh, there was a lot of rumors that came up this past week. Uh, you, you know, Chase Young potentially being traded from the commanders to the Lions. That's stupid. Honestly, that's stupid for the commanders, but at the same time, you know, Chase Young is on the back end of his contract. It would make sense to get money. They're not going to be able to afford him, and he's not going to want to stay there. So if they could trade him and ship him off, get something, and especially f- that's a great move for the Lions. I mean, you can't disagree with that. I get it. Because the Lions really lack a good pass rusher, in my opinion. I get it, I guess, from that standpoint. But... <sighs> I just don't understand why, after changing hands now, because they've you know own, new ownership and everything, why they'd want to trade away their best player. Literally, it, it, Chase it, Young is their best player. It's not so much that they want to trade away their best player; it's that unless you're gonna, unless this new guy's gonna come in and create a winning culture, which it doesn't matter because your coach is still not very good. They ha- hey, whoa, wait, wait a minute. I'll, you know what? I don't usually do this about teams in the NFC East. But don't talk bad about Ron Rivera. Hey, I mean Ron Rivera is a decent coach. He's not a good coach. No, but no, no. Whoa, the, whoa, the whoa! Wait, 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 wait! How many coaches and wins are losing ball games? Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Ron Rivera is a good coach. He, a damn good coach. <sighs> He's pushing it. No, stop. He's pushing it. Ron Listen, Rivera won. What, what a, does the Ron fr- Rivera won a Super Bowl for Carolina? 
What does the front office and the owner have to do with winning ball games? Everything. Everything. He's not the one down there calling Robert. Not Robert Kraft. Who the fuck was the owner? I don't know. I don't remember. I have no idea. Snyder. Something Snyder. Dan Snyder? Yeah, that was it. I don't think that's it. Something. It was something (laughs) Snyder. Sounds about right. Yeah. And they had a terrible team last year where Chase was also injured and they still almost made the playoffs with a terrible team. They have Tyler Heineke freaking starting at quarterback. Are you joking with me? Heineke played his ass off. Heineke made made that team what it was. How dare you insult Ron Rivera like this? Look, I'm like the I man said, beat cancer and still took his team almost to the playoffs. So did Chuck Pagano. Okay, I have no idea who that is. Former Colts head coach, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ron Rivera is a good coach. I'm not saying that he's not a good coach. I'm just not saying that he's not a really good coach. He's a damn good coach. He's not a damn good he's coach. A either. Damn good coach. Listen, look. I see from the business side of trading Chase Young because I don't think Chase Young. Plus, why would you want to stay in that division where you have the Eagles, very good football team? You have the Cowboys, very good football team. You have the Giants, who are on the very verge of being a good football team, and then at the very back end, you have the Washington Commanders. Listen, I like who are on the verge of being potentially good. Listen, I like how you moved on from Ron Rivera, but I I can see the benefit of staying in that division. If you want to go to the Cowboys. But other than that, I don't see a benefit for him for staying. So, yes, I do agree with what you're saying. But, 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 it just, I I don't. Like, I know, these are just rumors. I, I wasn't expecting listen, a full rebuttal listen, from this. Listen, listen, listen. I listen get everything you're saying, and I agree with everything you're saying. But I just hate when teams are just like, yep, we got to cut our losses. It's, it's not so much it's about annoying. cutting your losses. It's that... You're not going to be able to pay this guy what he wants to stay on your well, team no. in, in this division. Now, I think it was, if it was any other division in a team that's still competitive, I think they could pay him. But why would you want to stay with a fourth best team in this very competitive division that's the NFC beast? And Unless they're going to pay him a shit ton. And I don't think they want to pay him a shit ton. That's why they're looking oh, they can't to trade afford, him. They can't afford to pay him a shit ton, exactly. especially when they have to have a quarterback in the next exactly. couple of years. They got yeah. fi- to find a quarterback. Speaking of quarterback, I wasn't going to bring this up. Because I don't know how legitimate this is, but you know it's a great segue. The Vikings on their fire sale for the entire offseason. A rumor that I had read during this week was they were looking to ship Daniel Hunter, their best pass rusher, to the San Francisco 49ers for Trey Lance. Which Stupidity. I think uh, I think in high in, in retrospect, looking at it at face value, yeah, it's stupid. I mean, Look. Daniel Hunter is a Solid pass rusher. Trey Lance is still very unproven. But, I mean, at the same time, they need another quarterback. Captain Kirk, yes, he can win ball games, but he can't get the job done. I don't think Trey Lance can either. Let me break this down for you. Trey Lance was a great experiment. The, The hype, the videos, San Diego State... All that type highlights, all that type of bullcrap. Great experiment. And it finally proved that even though this quarterback went to a lesser school and had great accolades and blah, 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 that once you put him in a situation that requires you to be a professional and better than everyone else, they fold. Trey Lance is what I would like to call 
a garbage can full of gasoline with a match. L7 weenie. A garbage fire. Hardcore. I don't care what anybody else says. This would be a terrible move for the Vikings. Uh, they would be better off drafting someone. They'd be better off even getting some other type of free agent. Trading away your best defensive player at this point. No, I, I can't even say that, to be honest. Oh, no, no. It's, it's definitely their best defensive player because they got rid of Cedarius Smith already. Harrison is still back there, but he's old. He's kind of busted. Daniel Hunter is their best defensive okay, player right so now. So what you you're, you're for the Vikings. Getting rid of your best defensive player for a quarterback that is not good, not good, proven not good, is a terrible idea. Brock Purdy, the Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant, out, yeah. Outplayed. He didn't set the bar very high. Trey though, so. Lance. But that's also why they got Darnold Dots back there. Exactly. Aaron Donald. Sam. A, what? Aaron Donald's the okay, defensive you're right. Sorry. <laughs> Sam Darnold, a guy that's been to the Jets, to Carolina. Is that the only two places? Now he got in, drafted somewhere else. I don't San remember. Friend. Oh, you said Jets. Yeah, that's fine. Has been proven and to me and Nate's dismay, has been proven to not be the guy that everyone thought he had Look. was going to be. And he's above Trey Lance on the depth chart. That has everything you need to know. That is everything you need to know about Trey Lance. The way that you, and this is terrible, you know, just tangent that I'm going off. The way that you say that Baker Mayfield was never the problem. I'm sorry. Donald Dots was never the problem. I, I think that he was overhyped, but he was not the, the, the you don't, main why problem. Why are you reaching to my choir? I've always told you I was a Sam Darnold truther. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Darnold truther, yeah. And, Darnold Dots. And it's never worked out for us. But he's still it's above. Okay. I, I still believe. He's still above Trey Lance on the depth chart. Yeah, I believe so. It goes so. Brock Purdy. Well, I don't even know that for sure. But Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, Donald and Dots. Trey Lance. You have Kirk Cousins right now. You have at least a year with Kirk Cousins. Maybe two. I don't know what his contract is. And right I now. don't care if you win a playoff game or whatever. It's still going to be better than what you do with Trey Lance. It's going to be awful with Trey Lance. I think it's more definitely a developmental thing. In fact, in fact, I'll say this. If they get Trey Lance, I think Packers fans and Bears fans and rejoice whoever, like, else, yes! <laughs> whoever else should have the same reaction that I had when the Giants drafted Daniel Jones in in the in the draft. I go... I go, great. Another 10 years of mediocre garbage. <laughs> Wouldn't disagree. Uh, one last thing, and then we'll get to the, the AFC East. A rumor, I guess it's not really a rumor, but it's, it's, it's news that Stefan Diggs in the Bills minicamp was not at day one of minicamp. The Bills organization comes out and says, yeah, he, he wasn't here. Uh, Diggs' agent comes out says, Diggs was there, did not participate. The second day of minicamp, and this is only a three-day minicamp, second day of minicamp, the Bills organization comes out and says, yeah, you know, he was here, but it was an excused absence. It's okay. So the Bills organization did a complete 180. Then they canceled the third day of minicamp. I didn't, I didn't see a reason why. Allegedly, it had something to do with Stefan Diggs. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on that. What, what do you think about the Stefan Diggs drama and 
Josh Allen come out and, you know, kind of protecting Stefan Diggs oh, earlier this week. Oh, you know why Stefan Diggs doesn't want to go there? Go where? In Buffalo? You, you, you know what? You know what Stefan Diggs is all about? No, I don't. Why don't you, you go ahead and like me? No, no, no. You do. You do. Stefan Diggs is a family guy. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Stephon Diggs. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and put you on mute. Right, let's Diggs move on. I don't. I don't want to hear this. Right. You know what I'm talking about? I don't want to. Oh that man God. wants to go play with his brothers. That's uh, what I'm talking. Play with his what? His brother. Oh, I heard brothers. Why you gotta be like that? <laughs> you trying to get me in trouble? No, Stephon Diggs wants to go play with his brother. That's all it is. He ain't going to the boys. That's all it is, man. Stephon Diggs wants to come over to the boys. You know, America's team. Jesus H. Christ. He's tired of old Josh Allen slinging the rock every. <laughs> that's all. That's all I hear coming for me right there. Okay. <laughs> He's tired of Josh Allen. He wants a little bit of Dak Prescott. That's all I'm saying. I'm taking Josh Allen every day, all day over Dak Prescott. <laughs> I think they're really similar. I think they're really similar. I think before Dak Prescott got hurt, I might have almost agreed with that. You know their stats from last season are really, really close. Yet, Even interceptions. Yet only one of them is on the Madden cover. Madden curse. Uh, Yeah, and they couldn't even edit that right. And There's a face mask in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't look at that. I just read about it. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to tell you this right now. What are you going to tell me? Go ahead. Did. I, I, you know me. I like Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's a great quarterback. You would agree with me. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, sure. on what I think. Yeah. You'd sure. agree with what I you know, what I just said. I personally think Josh Allen's a good quarterback. Oh, I like Josh you Allen. You were, you said great. Okay. I'll, re- I'll redact what I just said. I think Josh Allen is a great quarterback. Mm. He's good. But after this last season, putting him on the Madden cover is stupid. What did he do last season? Nothing. What 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 is the point of having him on the Madden cover? Like, can you enlighten I, me on what? I, I usually, someone of last season did some sort of well, accolade. It's usually the league MVP goes on the cover. Well, you can't put Mahomes on the cover for the third straight year. I get it. Wouldn't be for the third straight year. I know. I'm just talking but, shit. But yeah. All right, let's move on. Whoa, we're gonna, we're gonna, whoa, we're gonna whoa, get whoa, really digressed into Madden if we go into this I shit. Know. So there's no whoa, 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 whoa. Do you have one final point that's not gonna send us off on a huge fucking tangent? No. Okay. I can't. I can't everything I'm about to want, or want to say, I'd we'd travel just, us down the way road down miles. the rabbit hole. Huh? It, it's like if when you turn off on uh, a dirt road. And, and there, uh, there, there's just, no street lights. There's you no just keep street driving. lights. You just keep driving. That's that's the tangent I would take us on. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and move on because uh, we're pushing it for time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're pushing it for time. That's a that's a first. That's not the first, but we are pushing it. So today in our league division, the NFL divisional series that we've been on, we that's have right. the AFC East. Let's go. A very very weird division, I think. I'm gonna tell you right now, this is gonna be a very Dominant division. What do you mean by dominant? I feel like every team's. I feel like, in fact, even the worst team in the league has shown, or not in the league, the worst team in this division has shown before that it can do good with less. 
I, w- I would agree. I think this division is going to be competitive, but I think there's just so many question marks in this division. It's going to be hard to tell maybe, what, what team is going to actually come out on top in this division. Maybe one of the most competitive divisions. <sighs> competitive in a way that I think all, the, all, their, all their records are going to be the same. But when we're talking about competitiveness in a deep run playoff, I don't see any of these teams in this division making a deep run in the playoffs or even being a... A Super Bowl favorite at all. Okay, I, I Super don't. Bowl favorite, I agree. Deep run in the playoffs, possibly? I, I, don't, I see it. I don't, I don't see an AFC championship team in I this division. It, I see it from a team that people may not expect, and you are going to harp on me for expecting it. So before the, before the mics came on, we, we discussed this order. We decided that we were going to go Miami first or Patriots Oh, I have first. the Jets pulled up right now, but we can go Miami. I forget where, where we're at. Well, we can go Jets. I got Jets on my notes first okay. here. So we got Jets. Went seven and ten last year. You know, obviously they they Son. had they had enough of Zach Wilson and his struggles. They went and got Aaron Rodgers in free agency, and they were very active in free agency. Extremely active. They definitely got better. They Bef- added go ahead. Before we go on from the Aaron Rodgers thing, uh, and I have shared this with you already. One of the funniest quotes I've heard, and Aaron Rodgers is a dick, but one of the funniest quotes I heard was, uh, so Aaron, the question was, so Aaron Rodgers, uh, how do you feel about your uh, teammate quarterback, Zach Wilson? And Aaron Rodgers' reply was, uh, oh, he's great. He hasn't made my life hell yet, which is an exact quote back to when Zach Wilson was asked, so if they go out in free agency and draft a veteran quarterback, what do you think about that? And he said, "Good, I'll make his life hell every practice." <laughs> Got his ass. Freaking Aaron Rodgers is a dick, but that's funny. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the guy that just likes to just show up and play football. I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's a dude. I think he really is just naturally an asshole, and I think that's why a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of fans, just like Aaron Rodgers. He's a very likable guy. Yeah, I would disagree. Opinion. I liked him more when he didn't have long hair. When he wasn't a hippie and did his fucking bullshit. I don't mind whatever drugs he wants to take, but I I just think the long hair makes him look like a greaser. Let's get back to fucking football. <laughs> I'm tired of that shit already. So the Jets were very active in free agency. Obviously got Aaron Rodgers. And they went and, you know, basically this is almost the New York Packers. You know, they, they got Alan Lazard. They got Randall Cobb. They got... After the injury of Chuck Clark in minicamp, who is a safety, who they got from in free agency from Baltimore, they now signed Adrian Amos, another former Packers. Uh, they they got McCole Hardman on the offensive side of the ball. Basically, their their wide receiving core is now all free agency that they signed: McCole Hardman, Lazard, and Cobb. You gonna you gonna say anything? You just gotta let me go about the wide receiving core. Uh, about anything. Uh, <laughs> the people they picked up on the wide receiving core that weren't already on the team will have no relevance at all on the wide receiving core. In regards, in, to- in other words, um, Alan Lazard meaningless. McCole Harmon meaningless. Randall Cobb meaningless. They they really they shouldn't get any team, let alone uh, the Jets. The Jets had one good receiver, and they got rid of him. Stop. They had they had what's it? Garrett Wilson's a beast. Okay, he's okay. Yeah. There's another guy I can't remember. I think it's EJ Man. EJ Moore. He's gone. 
Yeah, you're right. He's gone. Barrios is gone. Him. No, there's someone else. Braxton Barrios is gone. He, uh, they, I, he I don't was, even know he, who that. I don't even know who that is. That was their wide receiver three. There's someone else there. You're not. You don't even know who I'm talking. About. I don't know who I'm talking about. I kind of forgot. So, but either way, all those wide receivers meaningless. Anyways, uh, to go on with more of their free agency pickups, you know, Chuck Clark, who they picked up, got injured. Then immediately assigned Adrian Amos to basically replace him because it looks like Chuck Clark's going to be out for the entire season with a knee injury. They picked up Quentin Jefferson, great pickup uh, for linebacker. They also picked up another linebacker in Al Woods, great pickup for a linebacker. Uh, basically, anything they lost in free agency, they did a solid job of picking up in free agency. Their draft was very lackluster, basically. The only guy that might see any PT from their draft is going to be Will McDonald, edge rusher out of Iowa State. We said this last week. Basically, if there's a... Oh, no, that was Iowa. Never mind. Neglect what I just said. Corey Davis and Denzel Mims are both better receivers than Alan Zard and McCall Harmon. Mm. I wouldn't disagree with that. They just... I- they just Lack the dynamic feature that McCall Hardman has to stretch the field. I don't understand why people like McCall Hardman. I don't it's, get it. It's not, he drops more. Why, why, drops, why do people like Tyreek Hill? Because he, well, but, I honestly, he exactly. has the same problem as McCall Hardman, except half the time he breaks away for a 50 yard touchdown. McCall Hardman can't catch the ball. Tyreek Hill. Also, sometimes can't, can't catch, catch the ball. ball. I agree with you. I, 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 that's he drops why I said a lot of fucking like, passes. But he also has that brick, that 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 skill. McCormick doesn't. McCormick does run fucking fast, run a fucking fade. But he that's never it. does. He, he never does. He does. He's he never that, does. He does. He's Look that guy. Look at his career stats. He's terrible. He, trust me, McCormick's going to be that guy. Anyway, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying he's going to be great by any means. I don't think he's going to be fantastic. But I think what he's going to do is stretch the field for a Mims, for a Wilson, I will, for Lazard. I will take Corey Davis over both of them any day of the week. So even if you know you say Lazard and Cobb aren't relevant, garbage. They definitely have very good depth at the wide receiver position. Because you can't you can't ignore the fact that even a veteran presence with Cobb and Lazard don't make this wide receiving court better. You're right. Cobb being on the wide receiving <laughs> as a veteran does make this team better. You're you're right in the fact that McCaw Hardman, I don't think, quite makes his receiving core better. But you're not going to convince no, me I that think if Lazard, anything, McCole Hardman makes this wide receiving core worse. I, I'm not going to say it makes it worse. It, it gives it a dynamic Lazard, that I think. I will give Lazard a pass. Lazard, you get Dude, a pass. Dude, I remember you were always on Lazard, the Lizard King. That's Sammy Watkins. Oh. Sammy Watkins is the Lizard King. But, dude, I remember you said Lazard was a solid receiver when he was at Green Bay. That I was I was uh, caught up in fantasy. Yeah, and, okay, uh, there He's guy. a garbage can. <laughs> oh my goodness! Do half of my opinions come from fantasy football? Of course. All your fan, all your opinions come from right out your fucking ass. Is where they <laughs> fuck come from. I can tell you that right the fuck now. I would take Corey Davis based I, on emotion and not I think this depth chart would be better if it was Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Randall Cobb, and then all those other guys that we talked about on the bench. But that's a that. You're not going to tell me that's one of the deepest wide receiving courts we've talked about yet. I'm not saying no. it's the best, but when we talk about no. the, the top three and then the bench, 
That's a very solid core. No, that's a very we, solid bench. Uh, we've talked about the Bengals, right? Yeah. We've talked about the Steelers. Yeah. I'm not saying, what are we I'm talking not, about? I'm not saying that's the best, but I'm saying it's still a really good top three. I will tell you this right now. And then a very Is good bench. Pretty good. And dependable. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. And honestly, all this shit that we just talked about with wide receivers means absolutely nothing. And the reason why... It's because Aaron Rodgers has had jack shit his entire exactly. career he's, for he's wide receivers, and he'll make this team good no he'll matter make, what. He, he will make in these fact, receivers good. In fact, he'll make Tyler Conklin and CJ Uzma all-star uh, tight ends because that's what he does to his tight ends. I wouldn't disagree. Like If, if you're going fantasy, you want Tyler Conklin now as your starting tight end because Aaron Rodgers loves tight ends. He made... Uh, Robert Tunyon. Tunyon. He made Tunyon yeah, a, a solid top fantasy tight end oh, for fantasy. Yeah, like uh, no, obviously I, I'm I, not talking about. I I stated that before, but obviously I'm not talking about like in real life they're good tight ends. But I'm saying like he made them good for fantasy. Tunyon's a decent tight end. I wouldn't say good, but yeah, he's decent. Well, not what I consider good as a tight end, but that's okay. Let's move on. I think they're running back that we believed in. We might be homers on this, but Brees Hall is a fucking stud. Uh, okay. And before his injury, Bef- oh my goodness, boy was fucking rolling. We come from Wichita, right? Yep. He comes from Wichita. We, but me and Nate have both been out of the football Wichita game for a long time. We, 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 it, so we weren't even following this really. You can say it that right? We Absolutely. Didn't follow this for sure. Same when he went to Iowa. We didn't really follow that either. So this this opinion comes from two guys that did not follow this guy. You can't call this Homer because we didn't follow him. This dude's the real deal. And if he can Absolutely. come back from his injury and be the same guy that he was before his injury, Stud. this dude's He's scary the good. Real deal. He I, can run in between the tackles. Yep. He can run outside the tackles. Yep. He can catch the ball. And he, he can, can pass. pass. This dude is literally Mojo. Isn't that what it is, Mojo? No, that's Friday that, Night Lights. No, that's the school. It, Booby Miles is, is the. Is oh the no, of name. course it's Booby Miles, but I, I thought his nickname was Mojo. No. Oh, okay. No. Well, I've stand corrected, but he has the mojo <laughs> to take this team anywhere. You, yeah, give I would me, not disagree with that at all. You gave me the Jets last year with Zach Wilson, and he plays the whole year. They make the playoffs. They may make a deep run in the playoffs. This dude is that good. He's a he should be a 99 overall in Madden. This is the guy, Brees Hall. I will freaking send him to the moon. He should already make the Hall of Fame. We're taking a stretch, but yes, Brees Hall is going to be a very good running back, and I think if he can if he can stay healthy, definitely gives this team a much added dynamic that they missed at the second half of last year. When I go on my rants, you should just like play like just, some yeah. I'll just go ahead. Music. I'll, I'll just start <laughs> muting you. <laughs> Uh, but the O-line gave up 42 sacks last season. You know, they kind of improved with that. I think mostly with adding just Aaron Rodgers because he's good at getting rid of the ball. Zach Wilson held on the ball way too long. There we go. I don't think their offensive line was that bad. You hit it. 
But no, no, no. Zach Wilson have... held onto the ball, tried to make plays happen, threw a lot of picks, took a lot of sacks that you, he shouldn't ha- have had. You hit had. it on the head. You, you, Rodgers won't take I was sitting over here sacks. raising my hand like, hey, Nate, call on me. I know, I know the solution. <laughs> and then you, 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 stated the, you stated the answer. Uh, Zach Wilson had a very slow football release. He stayed in the pocket too long. Aaron Rodgers is known for having one of the fastest, fastest releases, releases. Yeah, for sure. This this will not be a problem. This yeah. will, uh, the O-line will, will not that, be a problem for the, this team. The sacks will definitely go down. The Jets defense, not great. but Oh, very, I would disagree. But very solid. I, I don't think they're great, but I think they're they're very solid. They oh. were third against the pass, which is which is good in today's, today's league. Sure. You know, 12 interceptions, got home 48 times, 48 sacks, very solid. Uh, I expect the defense to be relatively the same, even losing Chuck Clark. Adrian Amos has lost the step in the secondary, but he's still decent enough at reading the offense. Hear me out. So three years ago when we when we first got uh, – oh, I'm talking about the Cowboys. For three years ago when we first got uh, Trayvon Diggs and he had 12 interceptions or whatever. Gave up shit 10 yards. Yeah. Yep. That's the Jets defense that I oh, saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they created a lot of good plays, but they gave up a lot of big plays. Exactly. So, what I'm expecting now is that growth—the same thing that just happened with Dallas. I'm expecting that same growth of the Jets. I think the Jets were good last year. I will agree with what you said, but I think even if, even though they lost, I think they can become a great defense. Yeah, I think they could be a top five defense in the league. I wouldn't disagree with that. They didn't lose any good any. Huge parts other than Chuck Clark in, in the offseason so far. If they can stay healthy, I think this defense is, you know, depth-wise, very a- applicable in the secondary, can create pressure, even get coverage sacks. And, I mean, and, their their defensive line doesn't even have to get home. Their coverage is that good yeah, in the secondary. And, as, and that's all led by Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner is probably one of the best cornerbacks to ever be drafted. Yeah, I'll, I'm not going to disagree I love that. to harp on Trayvon Diggs and how much I love him, how great he is. Sauce Gardner is above that. So if, if that tells you anything, like that, this guy is really, really good. And I mean, although the Jets, what did I say, they went 7-10 last year, they were in a lot of those losses. They were in those games oh, that they, they lost because of their defense. They could have, but they also could have won like four games if they could have just been in the end zone in the red zone. Uh, yeah, I agree. For sure. They could have been a playoff team. This defense made this team last year. Absolutely. I, I think this defense. And the run game. Yep. Absolutely. And I think this defense is only going to get slightly better. I don't think it's going to get much better, but I don't think they have much more room to go up. And I think the offense already got, already got better. Exponentially better. As much as I hate to say it, Aaron Rodgers instantly on this team makes this almost a playoff yeah. team. Yeah. And I'm so glad he's out of the NFC. <laughs> Thank God I don't have to see him. Now you don't have to see him until the playoffs or until the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. And if I swear, I swear to you right now, if the Cowboys have to play the Jets in the Super Bowl, just I'm chalk, not just, just watching. Chalk it up as a loss I'm for the boys. I'm not watching the Super Bowl because I swear, if Aaron Rodgers breaks my heart again, I'm going to lose my mind. He owns Dallas. So everything being said, where do you have the Jets this season? So I, I did not pre-do this. Surprise, surprise. Because. You know, this div- I thought this division would be so close. So I was sitting here chalking it up as we were talking. But as I was chalking it up, I go, this, to me, is a 10 and 17. That's exactly what I have. I have them at 10 and 7. 
Yeah. Who did I, you have them losing to? Because I'm curious. I have them 10 and 7, 4 and 2 in the division. I also have them 4 and 2 in the division. I have them sweeping the Dolphins, split I, the Patriots, split Buffalo. We are flip flop a little bit. I have them splitting Buffalo and sweeping uh, the Patriots. Sweeping the Patriots split and the losing to the Dolphins. Split, splitting the Dolphins. No, that's not right. Because that'd be 3 and 3. I had them 4 and 2. So you have them sweeping Buffalo and the Patriots? No, I had them splitting with Buffalo. So split Buffalo. S- split Buffalo. Uh, split Dolphins and sweeping Patriots. Okay, that's what I said. Is that what you said? That's what I said. Okay, well, that's, that's exactly what <laughs> so I said. So that puts us four and two. So then, other than in their division, I have them beating the Raiders. No, Beat. we're saying losing. We're saying, well, who do you have them losing? I'm t- I, I only have their wins. Of course you do. So, of course they beat for, the Raiders. For, for, so I have them Raiders. beating the Raiders. Raiders may not have a quarterback. That's of course why, they beat the Raiders. That's why I have everyone lately beating the Raiders. Yeah. I still don't believe in the Broncos. I have them beating the Broncos. I also have them being the Broncos, even though I believe in the Broncos. I haven't been the Texans because it's still the fucking I, Texans. Of course, yeah, I haven't been the Texans. I haven't been the Browns. I haven't been the Browns, too. I've been the Falcons. Yep. I've been Washington. Yep. So, literally, we have the exact same layout. The only game that's going to be interesting out of all of that, maybe the Chiefs and Eagles? The what? The I Chiefs? think that's... Oh, yeah. Here's I, what I, I'm saying, I, I think they definitely could be the Chiefs. Here's what I'm saying, uh, late September through early October, they go through the fucking ring. Yeah, they they Cowboys, start very Chiefs, tough. Eagles. No, that's in the middle of the season. Oh. Cowboys, Chiefs, oh, they said Eagles. The late September. I think I think they def- I think they could be the Chiefs. Oh, I was looking at the schedule wrong. You are correct. Uh, that they, those games are not in a row. Sure, they're. Sorry, I was looking at the schedule. Uh. In a different in a, in a linear form, and it's actually <laughs> forward and back. Forward and back. You are correct. Okay, they do. They have a terrible start to their yeah. They, season. they have a tough start. I do think they could beat the Chiefs. I think their defense is good enough. I think their offense may. I don't. I really don't know what to expect from the Chiefs' defense. I think the Chiefs' defense got better. Terrible. I I don't know if they can really quite hold an offense down. But I'm still super skeptical about this offense, even with Rodgers. I think they could beat the Chiefs. I think they could beat the Eagles. And I'm sorry to tell us, I think I think they could beat the Cowboys. Because Aaron Rodgers owns the fucking Cowboys. But it's I don't too, I don't it's too early off in the season. That that's why I'm still saying that I don't think this team is gonna have it figured out to beat either one of those teams. Here's what here's what I think. And uh I think the Cowboys win that game, and the reason why is because it's too early. Like, yeah, you'll have your early season yeah, and yeah, I agree have, with that. it's week two. Yeah, I agree. I think with the that. Cowboys win that. They're established team. Nothing's changed, right? Compared to the Jets, which everything's changed, right? You know? I'm, I'm not. I'm literally that's here, why I'm not, I said I'm not to you, I do not want to see Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl because he's going to have it figured out. Because that's when he hasn't figured out. That team's like, going to have it figured out. Yeah, for sure. I, th- I think by midseason, that team is going to be scary, and they're going to have it figured out. Especially if Brees Hall can be that guy. I think if Brees Hall can be that guy early in the season, I think. That's going to be enough for Aaron Rodgers to figure it out and still get a couple wins early, even for if sure. it's against the Chiefs, I the agree. Eagles. Even I think they could potentially get one of those three. Listen, I hate it every 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 time. Like teams I I like, like the Jets. Right last year, I defended the Jets. I'm like Jets are good. People don't understand. Like Zach Wilson is is kind of holding them back. The other quarterback, can't remember his name, something White was kind of holding them back. They couldn't score. It was a good team. I I. Came to bat for them. Now they have one of my most hated players of all time. 
And and now I can't go to bat for them because I don't like it. You can. You no, can. I can't. You can. No, I can't. Put, I hope they lose. Put your pride aside. I hope they lose. Wait, you already said they're going 10 and 7. If Aaron Rodgers wins another Super Bowl, I may never watch football again. Stop. Get help. <laughs> I don't like Aaron Rodgers that much. He has ruined my team for me for over a decade. Hey, pick a different team, I guess. I don't, I don't fucking know what to tell you. It's like you, you and me you hate Tom Brady. And the reason oh, why yeah. we hate Tom Brady Fuck that guy. is because they ruined Peyton, Peyton Manning's, Manning's playoff they, career. They, Belichick always had that. Way off on a tangent. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> okay. So I've got Patriots next to my notes. Okay. Let's go Patriots. So Patriots, 8-9 last year. You know, I, we talked about this off mic. Obviously, I think we're both in agreement that Mac Jones is still going to be their guy, even though Zappy, you know, Belichick says that he likes Zappy better. Allegedly. Allegedly, that's the report that came out last year. It's what's kind of coming out right now is that Belichick would rather have Zappy and he wants to shop Mac Jones. But I, Mac Jones is going to be that guy. Mac Jones is that guy for the Patriots. They suffered a few losses of free agency. Nothing really too big. I mean, they lost John U. Smith, decent tight end. Nelson Aguilar, an oldie but goodie. Jacoby Myers, I think is a decent wide receiver. You think he's a garbage Terrible. can. Garbage. But they did They did a very decent job of replacing what they lost. Picked up Juju. Very solid pickup. Solid. Picked up Mike Gusecki. Very solid tight end. I don't care what anyone says. Gusecki's a solid tight end. Here's the thing I don't understand. About the Patriots and tight ends specifically. John Smith was a good tight end for Tennessee. Very, right? Right, yeah. Very good. Like, big guy, big hands, you know, uh, athletic. That type of guy. Good tight end. Did nothing for the Patriots. Ever. Well, it's because it's they, they, they so much, they run a lot of double tight ends. Cool. That's fine. Right. Hunter Henry. I hate the fact that. Hunter Henry went to the Patriots because they ruined him. Hunter Henry was a fantastic tight end, and he did nothing for the Patriots whatsoever. And it, I, don't, I don't understand. And now they get my, Mike Gusecki, another good tight end. Oh, yeah. Who they're going to ruin? I'm afraid <laughs> that they're going to ruin. I don't know. I, I think if... I think they're looking for their... They're new Gronk, and they just can't find. I don't well, understand why they couldn't make Hunter Henry the new Gronk. To be honest, I, I think it's still something about Mac Jones and Belichick just not getting along, uh, and also getting Which rid. Which makes of, no sense because and Mac also Jones also getting rid of Josh McDaniels as OC. Well, Josh McDaniels is something else, but whatever. I mean, Josh, Josh McDaniels is not a good head coach at all. No, he's he's a solid offensive coordinator. I he's think. all right, but he's, he's really good at cheating. Look. To this day, Belichick was the cheater. Changing my mind. Both of them were cheaters. I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, let's see. What else I got here? Sticking to my notes. They lost right tackle Isaiah Wynn, but they picked up Riley Reef. You know, pretty solid pickup. Once again, I think basically the theme of this whole division is they did very well in free agency of picking up what they lost in free agency. So a lot of these teams in free agency – Basically, was a wash. Also, in, in in the draft, all these teams, you know, foreshadowing to the to the next two teams that we're going to talk about later, didn't do a lot in the draft that I think are going to help them right now. No, but they I, didn't I, th- need to. I think they definitely drafted in the way of for the future and in depth this season. 
uh, Oops. you know, to kind of go on with the Patriots. Very solid secondary. Go ahead and draft cornerback Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Very solid corner. Very well could be a, a, their one of their starting starting corners, if not their slot corner. This defense, you know, very solid. Nineteen turnovers in the secondary. Fifty four sacks. Very middle of the road defensively in total yardage given up. Nothing too special with an offense that I think we can agree was nothing too special. Statistically, this is about as average as it gets for a fucking football team. Yeah. Very average, very yes. nonchalant, very boring uh-huh. football team. You're correct. The only good thing that I but. would say about their football team is, I, I don't know how, is it Ramondre Stevenson, 1,000-yard rusher that they had last year? Damn good running back. Yeah, very solid running back. I think that if the Patriots have any decent good year, he has to have the same performance. I think Mac Jones has to have a better performance. Mac Jones was hurt all last year. He'll have a way better performance. Just like he did in his rookie year. He had a, he had a great breakout rookie year. It's the same thing. And I, I think with the, the additive of Juju and Mike Gusecki, I think I think there's no excuse I, for him not to have a I'm a Mac Jones year. guy. I think I, I'm, Mac I'm Jones a Mac, I'm a Mac Jones will Twitter. prove people wrong. And I don't like saying that. He's a Patriot. I don't like saying Patriots have a good quarterback. Mac Jones will prove people wrong. I think most people would say that Mac Jones is a good quarterback. I, I think I think own, you're wrong. And only I think a good most quarterback. Most people and most people I've talked to have said Mac Jones is a bum, and I have to back I, him I've, up. I've never heard someone say Mac Jones is a bum. I bet if you, I bet right now, if you called your brother on the phone and asked your brother, "Is Mac Jones a bum?" He would say yes. I guarantee that. And you know why? Because your brother don't know football. <laughs> he is a Chiefs fan. So no. All the people I've, I've talked to and everything said, in fact, my old uh, podcast host said that Zappy is a better quarterback than Mac Jones. Yeah, no, that's that's no. Stop. Right. Mac Zappy is OK. And he held the plays very well. Hey, Chris, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, so we got a, a little debate here. Cody said that you might agree or disagree what would you say Mac Jones is? Is he a decent quarterback, good quarterback, or a bum? He's a decent quarterback. He's a serviceable quarterback. So not a bum. Not a bum. Oh, okay. Th- thanks for proving my point. Am I live? Yes, yeah, you're yeah, live. Yeah, you're live. You're on the you're on the cast. Yes. Yes. Well, we tried to get you on today, and you just left. Alright, I I gotta let you go so we can finish recording this. Cody just said that you would say that he's a bum and I had to prove him wrong real quick. Yeah, he's definitely serviceable. Alright. Serviceable. We'll we'll talk to you later. later. I I guess the new world word for bum is serviceable. I I gave him bum as an option. He didn't want it. So uh so basically I think I feel like that's how everybody feels about Mac Jones. Serviceable bum, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) They don't like him. They would rather have Zappy. No, Mac Jones is a way better option than everyone else on that Patriots depth chart. And to kind of wrap up the Patriots, something that you've said and I just said, I'm a Mac Jones believer. I believe Mac Jones could be the guy for any organization, for any franchise. But if him and Belichick can't get on the same page, it doesn't fucking matter for this organization at all. I I wouldn't say this team got worse. But I definitely don't think they got much better, which is why I have them actually being the exact same record, eight, nine, three, and three in the division. 
I, I don't have a lot of faith in the fact that, you know, they they don't have a good offensive coordinator. I don't think they could put Mac Jones in a position to succeed as as well as he should, which hear, is why I still have him going to 8-9. Hear me out. And I know I said what I said. But they have a terrible schedule. Absolutely garbage. Like I'm saying, like, not like garbage, like as in like everybody they're playing is garbage, but as in like they have to go through the ringer of teams I feel like are making that step to being Super Bowl teams. Okay. You're not going to agree with me on this. I haven't gone 7 and 10. I mean, we're only off by one game. Yeah. I, eight, and, nine. And I the, have them going three and three. And, and the three. reason why is because I, I said everything I did, and they could win some of these 50 50s. They could. They could. Yeah. Absolutely. But like you said, nothing happened, right? They did not make any changes. Right. It, it, besides Juju and, and Mike Gasecki. Okay. Whatever. Like I said, it, do, it doesn't matter if, if, if Belichick and Mac Jones can't be on the same yeah, page. Exactly. It, it's not going to work. So. They, let's listen to this ringer, right? Right off the back. Right off the back. Philly. Tough. A uh, Super Bowl team. Miami. Tough. Tough. I mean, that's a division. Tough. Jets. Tough. We just talked about Aaron Rodgers for the past, like, 30 minutes. Then they go to the Cowboys. Tough. Like, what are we talking about? Like, this is, that's the roughest four games. And then, obviously, they get Saints, Raiders, which are a little easier. Then they go right back to Buffalo. Buffalo's going to be tough as a division rival. They didn't do much, you know, to help them. But, I mean, division rival tough. Miami, again, division rival tough. They get Washington better. They get the Colts in Germany better. Softer. The Giants, you know, they're they're part of the NFC beast. Like, I know that people are going to make the Giants aren't that good, but they're part of the NFC beast. I have the Giants being very solid this year. Then you, got, solid. then you got San Diego. San Diego's good. Steelers. We've talked about them. Steelers are going to be good. Oh, yeah. Chiefs. Good. Broncos. I personally believe they're going to be good. They got Bills to finish and Jets to finish. That is, so, so that is I, a I, rough schedule. I, I think where we're at is the exact same, but you have the Broncos being them. I yes. have them being the Broncos. I think that's where we're different on the one game. Because I have them going three in the three and three in the division. Splitting with the Dolphins, Bills, and splitting with the Jets. I haven't splitting with everybody. I think they'll find a way to be the Jets once. I think where uh, um, I have a difference and why we're you're at eight and nine and I'm at seven and ten is because I have the Jets beating them twice. Okay, so then then you have them being the Broncos once. Yes. Okay, so you have them being the Broncos. Yes. Okay, so so the where we're at is you have them four and two in the division yes. instead of three and three. Yes. So I have them beating. The Broncos, Colts, Washington, the Raiders, and the Saints. No, no, no. No, no. I have them uh, getting beat by the Jets twice and splitting with the other two. Yeah. And then you – yeah. So that that's our that's our one game difference. That I makes them two and four in the division. And you have them at oh, three yeah, and two, three. Yeah, two and four, and I have them yeah. three and three. That's the one game difference. Yes. So you also have them beating the Broncos. Yes. Beating the Colts. Yes. Beating Washington. Yes. Beating the Raiders. Yes. And beating the Saints. Yes. Okay. So the, all one, the, the all, one game difference is the Jets. All I have the them 50, 50 games I, I had them in. I kind of went the other way. I went the other way. Yeah, same. Because they didn't do enough. And the other teams, that they did. They did, yeah. Other teams got better. They kind of seemed stagnant. So let's – I'm getting a timeout sign. Yep. Timeout.
Technical foul? We need a slight intermission. Slight intermission. Wow, what a... All right. And we're back alive. Is it recording now? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Short we're intermission. <laughs> Three, two, one. We are back after the first short intermission ever on Party Card Sports. And we're back with the Bills? We can go Bills. I had Miami next to us, but we can go Bills. We can go Bills. I think we should go Bills. Bills. Very, very controversial team. Uh, One would say <sighs> didn't do anything. absolutely yeah. anything didn't, during free agency. No. 13-3 last year. Josh Allen, I think we could agree that, you know, played very well last year. But couldn't get the job done. He's on the curse of Madden. Uh, he's on the Madden cover, which could be the Madden curse. Let's see. Yeah. He's on the curse of Madden. You're Cur- right. The curse of Madden. We'll, we will see. Obviously, we have the Diggs drama going on. We talked about it earlier in the podcast with, you know, him, you know, being at camp and then not being at camp and then it being excused and the camp being short because of him, yada, yada, yada. They had some very big losses in free agency. Tremont Ed- Edmonds, their linebacker, gone. Isaiah Amazing. McKenzie, gone. Good. Devin Singletary, gone. Garbage. No one cares. I, I think that the Singletary thing won't be as bad because they have Damian Harris and uh I love how in your Hines. notes you totally agree with me. I can read your notes from here. Yeah. But I love how in your notes you said, I don't think that will hurt. It's like, yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, what, that's what I have right here in my fucking notes. I don't think it's going to hurt. But it's still, you know, you, you have to mention that Devin Singletary is gone. Devin Singletary was a uh, bad blip on, on their offensive radar, I think. A bad blip? Yeah, he was never very good. I don't think he's good as a running back, but I think he's good for that system. I would rather give fumbling Zach Moss the ball any day over Devin Singletary. Uh, I'm not big on Zach Moss either. Well, that's because he fumbles not, the ball. I'm not big on either one of them. because <laughs> he fumbles the ball too damn much. Yeah, I'm honest. But they definitely spent a lot of money shoring up their offensive line. They picked up Brandon's, Brandon Shell, Connor McGovern, uh, I do like off the line and off to tackle. So they shirt up their offensive line. That really wasn't bad. They only gave up 33 sacks last year. The eighth best. And I say eighth best. So that's like top 25%. But that at 33 and I think the league best was only 21 sacks or 20 sacks given up. That's still pretty goddamn good to only give up 33. Hear me, hear me out though. That same offensive line on uh first and uh, 10 on the one-yard line got uh, Josh Allen sacked for a loss against uh, Minnesota. Well, it's really not much to say when you're not a threat with your running backs. Singletary can't run between tackles. Zach Moss can't run between tackles. They still, and I, I say this later on my notes, this team lacks in the running game between the tackles. Yeah. They didn't they, pick up they, anybody good. They don't have anyone that can read between the tackles. I'm, which is I, why... I, I like Hines, but he can't run between tackles. Which is why they should go pick up Dalvin Cook. No, which is why they should go pick up Zeke. Zeke would fit this system Zeke's a little bit better there. for cheaper than Dalvin Cook would. The more I see this going on, and this is a tangent, the more I see this going on, the more I see Zeke just rejoining the boys. He's not rejoining the boys. I don't think the boys want him. Period. I think they're just ready to move on. I don't. I uh, w- listen. This is like I said, it's a tangent. 
I don't know if that's true. We'll talk about it later on a different episode. But you're correct. They literally cannot run between tackles. No. Their best runner between tackles is their quarterback. It's Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. Yeah. You know, in in the draft, and like I said before, none of these teams did anything in the draft that's going to help them right now. They drafted Dalton Kincaid. Solid tight end, but they still have Knox. I think Knox took him in the starter. I think Kincaid's going to find his way on the field. Knox is going to be a starter. Knox is garbage. Unless... Kincaid can do something in camp that just sets him apart and then catch a know, football. Knox can catch a football. Knox can catch a football. Now you can't run are around for the shit. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Knox are can catch sure a football. Yeah. Really? You're 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 gonna do that? Yeah. Right, I, Meow? I'm gonna do that right Come now. Come on, Meow. Now, <laughs> like I said, I don't I don't doubt Kincaid's gonna find the field. But I think Knox, Knox, for sure, in the early part of the season is going to see the field more. You know, I would be really disappointed in any player if they couldn't find the field. I mean, it's right there. Jesus it's green, has Jesus white lines age, on it. Fucking Christ! <laughs> you know the the Bills were a top ten defense, seventeen picks. They will 40 not be sacks. a top ten defense this year. They will have to win on offense. Mm. Ah, they they didn't change anything on defense, so I don't think they're going to. Progress. I don't think they did they're change. Gonna... Tremont's gone. Uh, yeah, Tremont. Yeah, Edmonds is gone. Tremont. Tremont. Yeah, Tremont. Ed, Edmonds. Is it Tremont or Tremont? Mm, yeah, sure. I don't fucking know. It's Edmonds. Is it potato or is it potato? Yeah, okay. sure. It, same, same, but different. Without him, dude, he would. I, I don't think people realize how much of a pivotal I mean, point he, of that defense was. I don't, but he def, he he doesn't really contribute to the seventeen picks and forty sacks. He was a great run stopper. He was a great. You have to respect that second level. Yeah, but I, I think they're going to regress a little bit. I don't think they're going to regress too much. I think they're still going to be a top ten defense. But in today's game, we that, all know that defense wins games. That should but be on the next. Wins you ch- that should be on the next podcast before. No, we will. Next podcast we, is something else. AFC South. I get that, but what we should do on the next podcast as a, as a talking point is we should have both of us we will list who we think is going to be top 10 defenses in the league you have no merit to talk about defense period how dare you i had to stop so many decent player, defensive players in my day i think i know defense is better than you uh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if I was trying to throw up from what you said or because I've had so much alcohol to drink so far. But, uh, I have plenty of room to talk on defenses. You have no room to talk about if anything, defense. I, if anything, I know defensive linemen better than you do. Have you ever had to block a defensive lineman? Yeah, I played center. I also played fullback. Listen, if you played... On the line in Little League, it does not count as played. playing on the line. I played, I, I played fullback in high school. When did you play fullback? Freshman year. You played on the freshman team. Get out no, of here. Play, Stop played on, played on JV fullback Stop too. Your garbage. I don't even want to hear this. I don't want to hear this at all. You never had to stop a three hundred and fifty pound, six foot four guy. Who we. All determined with softer and wet bread. You, I made him softer than wet bread. There's a difference. We're, we're getting off topic here, talking about the glory days. We are. We are. So, 
at, we we've already talked about where I see this team lacking is definitely running between the tackles and the short yardage. You know, Diggs is going to be Diggs if he can play ball. If he stops being a fucking drama queen, Listen. Josh Allen is going to be a good quarterback. Listen, at very minimum good quarterback. Hear me out here, and we talked about this earlier, and we shouldn't have because we should always leave everything to the podcast. But like I said, this team will live and die by the combination of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. If hey, don't look. No, Diggs, no, Diggs is absolutely no. the number one receiver. Listen, but Gabe Davis is no slouch. I don't care about any wide receiver two. This team will go as far as Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs takes them. Period. They are the bread and butter. They're the PB and J Uncrustables. Mm. They are peanut butter and chocolate. They are literally the only reason this team has thrived and will thrive. Period. Look. You know, I think their their offense is, like you said, going to definitely revolve around Diggs and Josh Allen. But if they can't go, I think their defense might be good enough because I think their schedule is... Uh, it, it's there. It's challenging. They have a lot of 50-50 games that they can win because of their defense. Because Vaughn Miller and Leonard Floyd getting after the quarterback. They still have White, Hyde, and Poyer in the secondary that can... Blanket wide receivers. But I don't know if they have the chemistry anymore. I, I just don't. On the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball. Which is why I don't have a lot of faith in this team. I wonder, where do you have them at? Or do you want me to say first? Because, I, like I said, I don't have a lot of faith in this team this year. I have them regressing a lot. <sighs> I like Josh Allen. I like Stefan Diggs. I'm not gonna disagree. Um, I like Trey White. I, I like them. I like I like you know Mika Hyde. I have them at, Hyde, a, at a regressing seven and ten. We're close. I have them eight and nine. I have uh, them going I, three and three in the division. They split everybody. I have them beating the Broncos, Raiders, Washington, Giants, and Bucks. I don't have them in the Broncos. So that's that's the one game. Yeah. I don't. I think that I, I. I'm. I might be a Broncos truther and all this stuff, but I don't have them being the Broncos. So, this is so far the closest division we've done. I just. I don't. I. I literally. You can't rely on two people to win you a football game. I've seen that team. You can't. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And with a schedule like this, like let's just go through it. Jets. I think they beat the Jets because it's Week One. Yeah. Like I said, I think they split everyone. Here's By the time the they play the Jets again, they'll have it figured out. Here's the craziest thing. I have them starting out 3-0. I have them starting their season 3-0. Jets, Raiders, Washington. I have them starting 3-0. Yeah. I, two on one bare minimum. I, I, they could I drop ha- the Jets. And then I think I gave them the Giants. But I think after that, one, two, three, well, four, five. Get, I have them one in five, one in four after that. You can't give them the Giants. Oh, you gave him the Giants as a win? Yes. Yeah, I got him beating the Giants. Only okay. because so, I I, so think that's what I'm saying. I think their defense that's and offense is just after, good enough. After that 3-0 start, I have them going 1-5 for yeah. the next six yeah. games. I think they struggle mid part of the season. And that would put them 4-5 and five through 9. And then they kind of pick it up 
with a bunch of 50 But not 50 really. Games. They, well, they, they I, pick up a bunch of 50-50 do, 50 games. You do have them having the Broncos, but I don't. So I have them losing to the Broncos, Jets, uh, Philly, Kansas City, Cowboys. Look, you're, I, you're, I, you're going about I it. handed them the Chargers. Like, I was like, I have to give them a win somewhere. And I said, Chargers might be their best chance. No, I, I didn't give them a Chargers win. I know. So that that's two that's two games. So you have them so, so you have them 8-9. You you have them beating the Chargers. Well, cuz like we talked about before, I have to give them uh at least the second game Miami wins or like, something. Like your numbers aren't like, adding up here. I don't know. You you said they were 7-10. Seven 7-10. And, seven and, and you gave you didn't give them the Broncos. Nope. But you gave them the Chargers. Yes. So that washes. But then you gave them an extra win. Oh no. Then you no, split I, I, I uh, like, you, you, like you said, you split with the Jets. Like you said, I think the Patriots uh, could win. Or do we have them winning? Jets. No, the Jets. Where do you have them in the division? Three and three, or four and two, or two and four? I don't even. know. I have them split in. I think the they. Board. I think. I think there's a chance that they go two and four. So, division. so if they're two and four, you have them seven and ten. Yeah. Okay. You're asking where the five wins come from. I don't, I don't, I don't just put up the wins. I, they beat the Jets. They beat the Raiders. Don't don't put the division in there because the divisions are okay. decided three and three or four and two, whatever okay. you have. So I haven't been the Raiders. Okay. Washington. Yeah. New York. Yeah. Okay. I put I gave them the Chargers for some reason. So you gave them the Chargers. I gave them the Broncos. Those wash. So where's the other win? I got to be in the Bucks for the other win. The Bucks is a good decision for that. That could be possible. I don't know. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't do notes, everybody. This is 50-50, dude. You know, podcast one on one. Do your fucking notes. They don't have any notes. I notes. I got I got notes right Bucks here in front good. of me. Bucks is good. Bucks is a good one to say. That's good. It's real good. They but they, good one, coach. They could also definitely go three and three, like you said in the division. I think they will go three and three. I think this division is going to be competitive, but I think it's so much more of that. Earlier on the season in this division, that's where the Bills have to get their wins in the division. Because if they if they drop one early to the Jets, they're going to drop both of them to the Jets. If this, hear me out. If this team actually beats the Dolphins Week Four and uh, goes into Jacksonville four and zero, could they also beat Jacksonville? I think so. I but I think Jacksonville is since it's in Jacksonville, I'm gonna give him that game because. That team is so much on the rise. They're not even the at, hype. They're the hype yeah, team. They're they're not even at the peak on how good they possibly could be. Yeah, I think they have a very solid offense. Their defense, eh, they need they need some fucking work through the first because they games, can't stop a fucking bleeding nose. Through the first six games, I have them at best five and one. At worst, oh, at best, at worst, I I have them three and three. At three and three. Uh, yeah, I can see that. So, because at, at best, I'm giving them Dolphins, New York. At worst, I'm giving them Jets, Raiders, Washington. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's that's what I expect. I expect them to start three and three, give or take a win or two. Yeah, for sure. For sure, I think I think the Jets could come in there and maybe they had a successful camp and they're actually hitting on all cylinders 
that's what I'm saying. If they drop one early to the Jets, I think it's bad news bears. They'll drop both of them to really the Jets for sure. Because if they drop one when Rodgers is still trying to figure it out and that offense is still trying to find their groove, especially with Brees Hall coming off an injury, yeah. Uh oh boy. Yeah, because then Watch when they the fuck do, out. then when they do figure it out all the way in week what is it, twelve or eleven? Oh yeah. They're gonna be rolling. I, I, it's no contest. They're gonna put foots and A's. Yeah, that's what I think too. They, they, as much as we love the quarterback and Dwight Shaver, this is gonna be a bad year for the Bills. On their I standards, see, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't see a way that they make another playoff run. No, I, I don't think they make the playoffs. If they do wild card spot, and the schedule's prob- too hard. They're probably they, one and done. Like, yeah, like it's still the same team. Like they may have lost a couple, but they didn't get spots, better. But they didn't get better. They didn't get better. But no. also, this is a tough schedule. If you look down the schedule, oh, yeah. I mean, they're playing playoff teams. Like uh, all all around, they're playing playoff teams: Jacksonville, uh, Bengals, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, New England. Jets now, you know, they're playing playoff teams. Eagles, they're playing playoff teams. This is rough. This is a really rough schedule. The fact that we've been so close on these other three teams tells me that we're not going to be anywhere close on this last team in the Miami Dolphins. Nine and eight last year, which is very commendable with what happened to Tua. You know, obviously the head injuries and, you know, we, we talked about it and, uh, probably our third or fourth podcast that we did for general sports. And when Tua was finally cleared after, you know, so many months of, of head injuries, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I, oh, we'll get to this shortly about Tua, but the team had some pretty big losses. You know, they lost Mike Gusecki. They lost their starting right tackle. They lost their starting left tackle. They lost their starting safety in Eric Rowe. They lost their starting linebacker in, in Eldon Roberts. You know, this team lost. You know, when you lose both your fucking tackles, that's rough. They, Like I said, right tackle Brandon Shell, which went to an in-division rival. They lost Greg Little. I'm not 100%. He got signed somewhere, but I'm not sure where. Couldn't tell you. Uh, Really, they did, they did pick up very well on the defense, though. They got Jalen Ramsey. Good corner. They Must got nice. Deshaun Elliott. Good safety. Must be nice. You know, you're in disagree with me, but they got they got chosen Robbie Anderson, you know, to go with that wide receiving core, even though he's gonna be number three. It's a good pickup. Robbie Anderson is what who who you're gonna talk about? Are you serious? I'm just saying. And then they got David Long. Robbie quit during the game Anderson. So did Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a whole different can of worms. But yeah, the the fact that you ha- the fact that you just compared Robbie Anderson, your chosen Anderson. That's his name. That's his name now. Chosen Anderson. I, I didn't. I, that's all you have to say about the guy. That, he changed his name to Chosen. Look, he's gonna be garbage can. Garbage can. It's terrible. I'm not saying he's gonna be a Pro Bowl. Poo poo. But I, I think he's going to be a vital part of this offense, not uh, so much in a way Here's of- his stat line. Here's his stat line. 32 catches. 100. No, I'll give him a little more than that. 285 yards, one touchdown. This is why I know you don't know more about defense. is because you don't know shit about offense. <laughs> because Tyreek Hill, short, fast, 
terrible route runner. Stretch the field. Jalen yeah. Jalen Water Waddle, slightly better route runner than Tyreek Hill. Runs wicked fast. Not a lot of size. Chosen Anderson also pretty solid and fast. Better route runner than both those two. Much bigger target. Terrible with the Jets. Terrible with Carolina. Will be terrible with the Dolphins. I'm not saying that he's going to put up big numbers, but I think that he's having not, a bigger I just, I having, having a bigger target than I just gave you Waddle and Tyreek Hill is going to help right. this offense. No, no, you're right. I I'm overreacting. Two touchdowns. I'm not disagreeing with his touchdown production, but I think he's going to get a lot of targets. I think he's going to have yeah, just under a thousand. I think he's going to have just under a thousand yards. I think he's going to probably have right you around. You are absolutely on crack. If he breaks five hundred, I will give you five dollars. Fuck yeah, dude! Fucking mark it down right now. He's he definitely he's definitely going to break. break fi- he's definitely breaking five hundred. He might not make it through the first half of the season. Oh, well, I got nothing to lose. I didn't put anything against it. I'm making fucking five dollars. Ridiculous. Or we're gonna go. Never mind. I'm gonna go off on a tangent. So, you know, they only had four picks in the draft. Uh, they they got Cam Smith, cornerback out of South Carolina, solid pickup. Might see some PT. Byron Jones, their other corner, uh, playing a, allegedly oldie but goodie. Oldie but goodie. He's an unrestricted free agent, so he may or may not play for this team. If he doesn't play, Cam Smith is going to be a plug and play. Teams are definitely going to pick on him. You know, I, I really don't know how good he is. This offensive line was very solid, very good offensive line last year. Like I said, they lost both their tackles. So it's going to be interesting on how they kind of, you know, mitigate that. They only gave up 35 sacks last year. You know, two of them were pretty fucking bad, it turns out. Two of them were really bad. Pretty bad, turns out. You know, going on about their wide receiving core. You know, I completely forgot about this in my notes. Yeah, you're right. Robbie Anderson might not see 500 yards because I forgot they had Cedric Wilson. Well, but they don't use Cedric Wilson either. I also and that's forgot. why I was telling you that Robbie Anderson won't make a fucking difference because Cedric Wilson's a hand over fist better wide receiver than Robbie, and they never used him all last season. Well, to be 100% fair, none of these wide receivers got used very well last year because their fucking quarterback was hurt. Yeah, and they had to play with two-way. Two glove. Teddy two gloves. Who cares? Not, not two away. That's a completely different guy. So, but you're not going to disagree that their wide receiving core is decent. Mid at best. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, de- no. depending on how you play. They have one of the best one-two punches in the league. Hill, Waddle. Past that, they don't. Cedric Wilson. I give, solid every, I give, I give Tua and Waddle an Tua, A. Tua and Waddle? Or, sorry, I give Tyreek and Waddle an A, and I give the rest of our streaming core C. Cedric Wilson, didn't he play for the Cowboys? Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I like Cedric. They don't use him. They don't use him. But they will. Will they? Time will tell. Josh McDaniels did it before. Why would you do it now? That's true. Not a big fan. But even behind Cedric Wilson, you have Robbie Chosen Anderson. Then you have Braxton Berrios. Stop Barrios. calling him. Hey, dude, that, that's his fucking name, Okay. He, they, them, I don't give a fuck what they are. Okay? His name is Robbie Chosen Anderson. Okay. <laughs> give me give me their final schedule. Give me, give me no, 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 I'm not, done, I'm not done yet. Jesus, here we go. The defense struggled. <sighs> they were the sixth worst, sixth worst against the pass. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. 
eight interceptions, 40 sacks. Obviously, adding Ramsey to that's going to help a little bit. You know, Byron Jones, if he plays, is definitely going to kind of solidify that. This defense didn't get much better. We'll see. Where I see that this team lacks is still at the running back position after Raheem Mostert. Until they pick up Dalvin Cook. If they pick up Dalvin Cook, I think it instantly adds maybe a win to this team. But I think there's so many question marks. A win? I think there's so many. as much respect as you have for Dalvin Cook? And it's not so much how much respect I have for him. It's that it's hard to replace two tackles in in one offseason. Okay. And we talked about this also on the same podcast when we talked about Tua's injuries. We knew another quarterback years ago, Trent Green, who suffered various head injuries and just never was the same. It's not the same situation. I don't have any faith that Tua is going to be the same guy. Okay. I have them going 6-11, and 2-4 and four in the division. I have them splitting the Patriots and the Bills. They get the Panthers, Raiders, the Titans, and Washington. If they didn't have such a soft schedule, they would almost be bottom of the league. That's how much faith I have in Tua. I, I, honestly, I hope Tua's healthy. I hope he plays well, but I don't have faith in him. I've, I've watched too many quarterbacks and too many other players in the NFL suffer those same head injuries and just never be the same. And if you're not the same at the quarterback position and being able to process that information quickly and efficiently, you're not going to be a successful quarterback. You, um, you're so off for me. I, I know that's that's. I told you as close as we were as everyone else, um, we were going to be so off. I have them three and three, division splitting with everybody. Okay. And I have them. I have two and not regressing, but progressing, coming back from his head injury. You have a different take on that, of course. Uh, I like everything about this team besides the running back, and I feel like there's a position out there where they can grab a running back. Yeah. Two, in fact. Yeah. If they really wanted to. Uh, I don't think their defense is too far off. But I have them at a respectable 10-7. and seven. So you have them going the same record as the Jets. And the Jets taking the division at four and two as the tiebreaker, because you had the Jets at ten and seven also. Yeah, because the division record. Right. Look, if Tua did not suffer those head injuries, I'd be on the Tua boat. I'd be on the Miami Dolphins boat. I but think- like I said, I watched Trent Green do his thing. I watched Trent Green in that hit. In oh, we talked about it. I don't remember against the Bengals in two thousand nine, I believe two thousand eight. Yeah, and it no, just, it was, we were in middle school. He just he just he just wasn't the yeah we were middle school. yeah. So it'd been two thousand seven, two thousand eight, like six or seven. And he took that hit, didn't come back all season. Got sent to the Dolphins. Same fucking thing happened. His career was over. And to have that happen twice in one season, I just I just don't know. And I don't believe in Teddy Two Glove to get the job they, done. Their schedule. Is easier than everyone yeah, else's I, schedule. In this I, division. I, I want to disagree either, which is why they only got six wins. Which I guess why is that's why they got six wins. So three, you give them three wins in the division. Two, two wins. Okay, so there's but one Patriots off. and Bills. There's one off. Then I, I have three. Then I have beaten the Panthers, Raiders, Titans, and Washington. Giants. Nope. Oh, fuck no. Ab. They beat the Giants. It's in New York, isn't it? No. It's versus the Giants, so it's not in New York. Still, no, there, no. I had to be the Ravens. <laughs> no, 
The Ravens aren't good. I have them beating the Ravens. Yeah, th- their defense is good enough to beat this team. So that's where we're off a little bit. Is uh, I haven't beaten the Giants and Ravens. Who else? I-, I already told you my fucking wins. What more do you want? Do you want me to go through them for a third time? I'll, I'll say the wins for a third time. Okay, hit them with a third time. Third time. They beat the Panthers. Yeah. They beat the Raiders. Yeah. They beat the Titans. They beat Washington. You've already added that okay. they beat the Ravens and the Giants. Mm-hmm. So, so that tells you what. And then you have them going three and three in the division. Yes. That has them at nine. Okay. So where where's your other win at? That you have them going 10 and seven. I think they beat the Broncos. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's a 50-50 game. I've, I could see them being the Broncos. I just don't and that's it. saying something. Because I like the Broncos. <laughs> You're something else, dude. You are something else. I tell you what. What? What? You okay? What? When, when it when it comes down and Tua has a great season this year, uh, it's and he be good. doesn't have any regression, and they go ten and seven or whatever it is, yeah, sure. you are gonna have to be the one to apologize on this podcast. I'm not gonna apologize for shit. You wanna know why? Because. All I'm saying is is that if Tua can stay healthy, there's there's not a reason why this team shouldn't go ten and seven. Why can't he be healthy? Be- he just we watched too many teams. There's been so many people with concussions yeah, out there. Not- they come back. It's very simple. It is very simple, but it's not the same. And Except for the Tua team really didn't regress at all. I mean, they're still good. It could be just as good. Tua's gonna be back. I I hope he does. And if he is, I hope he does too.